Good morning, everybody. Shabbos daf kuf mem tes kuchaz aris on daf kuf mem ches. The gemara on daf kuf mem ches. The moral brought down that even though the Mishnah said that it's prohibited to fix a broken bone on Shabbos, Shmuel walked in and said that the halacha is that it's mutter, and therefore we pass in that it's mutter to fix the bone on Shabbos. And as we saw at the beginning of the twenty-third parak, the Mishnah taught us the halacha is a person allowed to borrow an item from his friend on Shabbos as long as he's not use the lashon of halivani. And the gemara explained that as long as you don't say halivani, it's going to be merciful because we're not afraid of going to write it down. Or if you say lashon halivani, I'm afraid of going to write it down. And we saw the Gemara on the base for us an important idea called the Yisrael Mutav that sometimes we'd rather people do the Abir B'Shegik and not do a bit amazing. And we saw finally the Gemara on the bottom taught us the Alacha whether a person is allowed to be magish in an animal on Shabbos and Yamtiv. The Gemara is Machalik that depends on what type of carbon we're talking about. If we're talking about a carbon which you need to bring that carbon on a specific day on that day, the Alacha is allowed to be magish However, if it's not a carbon which needs to be brought on that day, the Alacha is not allowed to be on Shabbos and Yamtiv. Today, by the Shem, we're going to see the halachas of making a raffle on Shabbos. We're going to talk about the halachas of reading off your guest list and reading off your menu. And then Rabbi Shemtik Maran is going to teach us some interesting things about Nuchanetzar. So let's see the Haggimishin the bottom daf Kufmam Chesen Bey. It says the Haggimishin Mayna Adam Es Archaisav Es Paparaisin Mipiv Avolay Minaksav. The halachas a person is allowed to count off the guests that he plans on inviting for the meal and the food that he plans to serve at the meal. The halachas Avolay Minaksav. He's not allowed to read it off Ksav. Meaning, if he wrote on Erev Shabbos, the guests that he plans on inviting. The halacha is he's not allowed to read them from the list. Let's see why he's not allowed to read them. Adam in Banav and many base al Shokham Lakh is a person allowed to make a raffle with his children who's going to get which portion of actually Skylash Monikatan as long as the portions are relatively equal. However, he's not allowed to give a bigger portion to one person and a small portion to another person. We'll see Ningwara why this is the case. And says the Mishnah Matin Khalashan Allah Kachim Yamtev Lai Lamonis, the Lakha is a person allowed to make raffles for Kachim on Yamtev for different commandments on Yamtev, but you're not allowed to make it on the Monis. Again, by the Shimon Sindhigmara, what this is referring to. It says Helgigmar, my time. Why is a person not allowed to read off the list of guests from the list? Why can't he read it off on Shabbos? It says Gmar, baby, I'm Xera Shamimchik. But baby says Xera that maybe he's going to come to a race and Rashi over explains that maybe he's going to see that he invited too many people and then he's going to tell the Shamish he's going to erase it from the list so that the Shamish doesn't invite those people. So we're afraid that if you allow you to read off the list, you're going to erase other people on the list and therefore it's prohibited to read on Shabbos. The Bayer and Bayer says Xera Shamimchik. The Bayer says, no, it's Xera. That a person is going to read Shtari Had Yaitis. And what exactly is Shtari Yaitis? Rashi Rivera speaks out. Shtari Yaitis are Mecca Chumemka that are afraid of a person. We allow a person to read lists of people. He's going to come to read Shtari Yaitis, which Rashi Rivera is defining for us. Shtari, which are Negea, documents which are Negea, too. Mecca Chumemka are selling on Shabbos. Taisa Rivera speaks out that it could be Shtari Yaitis are other things, Yigaris Shulchan, other types of letters, and the Iker Siga of Shtari Yaitis we had already before. And that's Kaf Tazayin Abay. It's Big Machak Shushanim. Exactly what falls under the category of Shtaridaitis, what exactly a person is or not allowed to read on Shabbos, is definitely to get to the definition of Shtaridaitis. Now, says the Gemara, what's enough community between these two reasons? If you're going to tell me the reason is because a Xera that you're going to erase or a Xera that you're going to end up reading Shtaridaitis, says the Gemara, my benai, what's enough community? And says the Gemara, it could be naya de kasla kaisel umidli. Enough community is if a person writes it on a wall, but it's very high up. If the, if the reason is because we're afraid a person is going to erase, then we're not chayish. If it's very high up on the wall, we're not chayish. The person is going to come to erase from somebody from the list. However, according to Mandamar, it holds that if we lie to read the list of people we're going to reach, then we have a gzera. Asks the Gemara. Asks the Gemara, even according to Mandamar, that it holds that the gzera is because we're afraid you're going to erase. Why don't we also make gzera that you're going to come to read a shtar? Just for soon, asks the Gemara, another kash. Is it true that if the list is written up very high on the wall, we're not chesh, the person going to erase it? The halach is a person not to read like candle. I'm a rabbi, and rabbi explained. The halach is that even if the candle is extremely high up, even if it is two stories up, the halach is prohibited to read because we're afraid we make a light plug that a person's not, a person's not allowed to 
read by the light of the candle, and we make a light plug. It doesn't matter how high it is, we're always, you're always not allowed to read from it. So start over here, even though you wrote the list very high up on the wall, so we shouldn't make Xerah Hashem Yimchak, that you're going to erase it. Still, there's a light plug in the Chamor, not Machalik, and they're Xerahs. So it says the Gemara, let's come up with different Afghanistan, the Kasala Kaisel, rather you wrote on a wall, and it's lower on the wall. According to Mandarin, holds that we're afraid you're going to erase it. Here too, we're afraid you're going to erase it. According to Mandarin, holds that Xerahs, because you're afraid you're going to reach Tari Yaitis, are we here or we're not Cheshish? That a person is going to reach Tari Yaitis. Why? Because a person is not, not going to confuse a wall with a star. So therefore, if you write on the, on the wall, we're not going to, we're not afraid that a person is not going to reach Tari Yaitis. Never from his wall. Ask the Gemara, Mandarin, Shem Yikra, Lech Hashem Yikra. Like, I, okay, and there's no problem of Shem Yikra over here. There's no, we can't make Xerah that a person is going to reach Tari Yaitis. We should still make Xerah, even according to Mandarin, the time is because of Shem Yikra. Why, why over here does he not hold that we should be afraid that a person is going to erase it? So it says, that a person engraved it on a tablet. So it says, because we're afraid a person is going to erase it. So here we're not chayish, since it's engraved on a tablet, we're not afraid a person is going to erase it. We made xera because we're afraid a person is going to reach our dietis. So then we make xera over here as well. Why are we not also gazer? That is going to confuse us with Shtar Maybe I'll tell me that he holds that we don't make Xera that a, a person is going to read. If a person reads a tablet, he's also going to read a Shtar. Maybe we, maybe we don't have such Xera because they're two different things. Ask Samar, is that true? Do we not make Xera a tablet unto a Shtar? How many people is going to sit inside? How many people is going to sit outside? How many different dishes is going to put in front of the guests that he's having? But that's only from Ksav, which is written on a wall. That's only if you wrote on a wall. But not from Ksav, not from writing, which you wrote on a tablet. The Gemara says, What's the case? If you're going to tell me that the case was that he wrote in both cases, meaning he wrote on the wall or he wrote on the tablet. So we're both talking about regular cases of writing. So what's enough community? What's the difference whether he wrote on a wall or what, and whether he wrote on a tablet? In both cases, it either should be us or permitted. The case was that he engraved it. He's only allowed to read it from the Ksav, which is on the wall. Because then we don't have Xerah, he's going to erase it. We don't have Xerah, then it's a wall. But not from the Ksav, which is on a tablet. So you see that the Rabbanan did make Xerah for a tablet. They rather revert back to the first tarot we said before. Really wrote it up very high on the wall. The Kasha was that we said that even such a case, Rabbanan made a light plug. That even though it's very high on the wall, and we're not, we should not be Cheshit, he's going to erase it. But Rabbanan said we don't make a we do not differentiate in our Xeris in all cases are Aser. Says the Gemara, that idea of the Kashi Lachat Rabba, the Rabba Tanai, that idea that Rabbanah make a Leplug is actually Machagas Tanai. I'm deciding on a Bright, so. The person is allowed to list off the guests that he's inviting and the dishes that he's going to that he's going to serve, but he's not allowed to read it off from a list. However, Rav Acha says a person is allowed to read it from the, from a wall. What's the case? If we're telling you what the case was, he wrote it lower down the wall. We should make Xera that he's going to erase it. The case was that he wrote up very high. So we see that whether Rav that according to Rav Acha, it's permitted to read it if it's very. High. Happen the wall because we do not make Xera. Shemi Yimchayik Rabban did not make a light plug. Rabban Tanakama held that it's a light plug, and we see it's a machlekes tonight. It says in Rabban Tanakama Kanai Tanai. This machlekes tonight that we just brought down with Rabban make a light plug is actually a general machlekes tonight in regards to other cases as well. They're about to make a light, whether they're about to make a light plug or not. The sign you learned in a brayso. 
Ain't running from Arabic Shabbos, the Lachas person now looking at Mary on Shabbos. And we'll see why in a minute. Mary, Matthew, or Mary holds it's permissible. Okay, so Mary holds it permissible as long as it's a mirror which is attached to the wall very strongly. Now it says, Mary, what's the difference that if it's attached to the wall, it's permitted? Because a person is going to remember, meaning we're assuming at this point that the person is going to look in the mirror and see that he has a hair which is sticking out and is going to pull it out. So asks the Gemara, so why, when it's, uh, why it's attached to the wall, do we say that's permissible? Because we assume that by the time he gets something to cut the hair, he's going to remember Chabbish. So, so too, when the, it's a mirror which is not attached to the wall, and before he gets something to cut it off, he's going to remember Chabbish. So why in one case is it permitted, one case is Asr? So that's the Gemara. Here we're talking about the mirror which is made out of metal. Why did Rabbanon say that a mirror which is made out of metal is because a person is going to cut all, he's going to see that his hairs which are hanging out, and he's going to want to cut them off. And therefore, if he has a mirror which is made out of metal, he the mirror itself is very sharp, and he's going to be able to use the mirror to cut off. So therefore, a person now will look at a mirror which is made of metal on Shabbos. Now back to our machlekes over here. So over here we had a machlekes whether a person is allowed to use a mirror which is attached to the wall. So the man that held that it's permissible to use a mirror holds it's permissible to use the mirror which is attached to the wall. He holds our not make a leg pug, and our said only in a case where afraid a person is actually going to use the mirror to cut off the hairs. And us, however, the Tanakamu held that it's us to use even the mirror which is attached to the wall, he yelled that even though over here it's not shayach, the xerah, that a person is going to use the mirror to cut off the hair because it's attached to the wall. However, over here, the Rabbanon said it's a light plug and therefore it's prohibited in all cases. So you see that this machlagis that we had over here, whether the Rabbanon make a light plug, is the same machlagis we had before as well, whether the Rabbanon make a light plug in regards to their Easter. Remember, just an interesting over here, the Torah points out, the Gemara is discussing whether it's permitted for a person to use a mirror on Shabbos. The Gemara is saying it's also for a person to use a metal mirror on Shabbos because they're afraid he's going to cut it off. Says the Ritvah, so we look here, we see from here, we see from here, we see the Gemara is only addressing that it would be prohibited for a person to use a mirror on Shabbos. However, it sounds like it's much for a person to use a mirror during the week, and there's no issue of la yilbash. There's no issue of a man doing something which is feminine. However, the Ritva says that it could be that Gemara is specifically referring to women, and he's been signed to what he writes in. Which the Gemara, the Shokhanach actually paskins in Yardek Kufnavav that it's prohibited for a man to look in a mirror. However, the Rishayim and Avay Dezar over there tell us that it all depends on the location the person lives in. If it's normal for a man to look in a mirror, then there's no issue. If it's not normal for a man to look in a mirror, then it could be an issue of La Yulash. So again, it's Banazah that it's pretty normal in many places for men to look at a mirror, it is probably not prohibited for a man to look at a mirror. It says, says the Gemara, if you have the writings on the bottom of an image or the bottom of a painting, which Rashi explains, for example, a person who has a beautiful painting of an animal and he has writings on the bottom describing what it is, or Dukness, which is the image of a person, so the Allah is a person not to read the letters, a person not to read the words under the painting, and says and to read, to Look at the to stare at the image of this person, which is painted on a wall, even during the week is prohibited. Don't turn to things which you conceived in your own mind, which if you take like a Rashi, and the way the Ritva explains the Rashi, you shouldn't stare at human creations, you should stare at Akalish Baruch's creations, like the Apostolic says, a person should look at the sky, Dr. Malach talks about seeing the sky and being inspired to come close to Akalish Baruch. Says, of the mission so that a person is allowed to raffle off with his children, not other people. So the Gemara makes a dick like this. In Man of him, B'nai Be'i the Gemara makes a dick that it says Dafka with your family members. But it sounds like you're not allowed to make a raffle with other people on Shabbos and Yom Tov. It says, Where my time? Well, what's the shot? You're not allowed to make a raffle on Shabbos and Yom Tov. Why are you not allowed to split up the things on Shabbos and Yom Tov? It says, Gemara, Kedu Hudamr, Shmuel, Damr Hudamr, Shmuel. People sitting together and they're makbid on each other, meaning they're makbid that they're not going to be meichel to each other if one guy gets a bigger piece or a small piece. They're not allowed to divide 
divide these things and make a raffle and divide these things on Shabbos and Yom Tov because we're afraid since they're very macro on each other, they are going to end up weighing, they're going to weigh what, and measure exactly what the different sizes of the portions are, and that's prohibited on Shabbos and Yom Tov. It says in Gemara, Kutir Beisel, Ribbits, and according to Beisel, like we saw before, that there's an issue of ribbits over here as well because if one person gets a piece and then the, he's going to have to pay it back after Shabbos or Yom Tov, and then if it goes up in value, then he's going to pay back the higher value. It's an issue of ribbits. So now ask Gemara if there's going to be a problem that a person's going to want to measure exactly the specific amount. So Lachar, it should be an issue also with your family members on Shabbos and Yom Tov. So why is your missile for your family members? And so Gemara, high time, it's like Rav Rav said, Rav Rav a person is allowed to borrow and lend with his children things which are seemingly iser of ribbits, meaning they're not really iser ribbits, as Rashi over explains. If you take a look at Rashi, that they're all relying on his table because since they're all really relying on him there's no issue of ribbis so why is it permissible because that you teach them what ribbis feels like if you take a look at Rash Rash explains so that they should know you're allowed to give your children things which are seemingly ribbis and not really ribbis but they look like ribbis that so your children know how terrible it feels to get overcharged to get have to pay back ribbis and therefore when they get older they will not do it to other people as well and then, so therefore what shaykhs does have to do with, with exact portions so Rashi explains so Rashi explains as well that the same thing is because of Midu Mishkol Minyan that you're not going to come to give exact portions, you're not going to come to measure because since it's all yours really and you're just doing it to try to give portions that they're not jealous of each other, therefore you're not going to come to measure exactly. There is a big machak to shame. Do we pass like this I, I, or not that a person is allowed to do things which are seemingly ribbis to children or we have this gzera, Shemi Yisrach, that if they get trained when they're younger to do things which are ribbis, maybe when they get older also, they're going to do ribbis. Now ask so if that's the case, that by your own children there's no xera and everything's permitted, so then why is it not permitted to give us a bigger portion to one and a small portion to one, which we're going to see the Gemara as soon as going to tell us that's xera because of Kuvya, which we're going to see in one second what the xera is, but ask Gemara that shouldn't apply to your children as well. And says the Gemara, you're right, it does not apply to your children. Really to your children, you could do whatever you want. And this is what the Mishnah should say. The person is allowed to divide up with his children bigger portions and even smaller portions. It doesn't make a difference. You're allowed to make a raffle and one child can get a bigger portion, one child can get a small portion. My time, could you What's the Shalak? We just said in the name of Rav that it's permissible. And Dafka with your own children. However, with other people, it's prohibited to give a bigger portion. My time, that even during the week, it is prohibited to give one person a bigger portion, one person a small portion, make a raffle like this. As why? Says, where my time? What's the Pshat? Mishim Kuvia because of gambling. If you take a look at Rashi, Rashi explains Mishim Kuvia to Gazalu Dasmach to Laikanya that it's because it's an issue of Gazal, it's an issue of stealing because Asmach Laikanya, which Rabbi Hashem are going to see the Sugya in Rosh Hashanah and it's in Hajj and Hashem. The basic idea is, as Rashi explains, that any time where a person thinks that he's going to get the bigger portion, or a person, for example, the Iker Sugya Asmach Laikanya is discussing where a person says, "I'll give you a million dollars if you jump off a bridge," let's say, and the person actually jumps off the bridge. So the Gemara says Asmach Laikanya because you, and you can't force the person to give it to you because the person really. Does, didn't really think you're going to do it. So therefore, if you take the money, that's an issue of Gezel. So that's what Rashi learns, that's an issue of Asmach Kanya. If you take a look at the other Rishon, if you take a look at the Ritva, the Ritva over here says that we don't pass like that, we pass this is not a case of Asmachta, and therefore, Alafilu Hachi Aser, so the Ritva is not a Shalas, like Shein Adam, Litzkais, Mamma Chaber, Shalab, Ratan, Shalom, Ukshamas Chaber, Ratzev, Ene, Nisim, I believe Shalom. The Ritva says it's an it's not an issue of Gezel, it's not an issue of Asmach Kanya, rather, it's an issue that a person shouldn't take money from somebody else if the person's not giving, giving it to him wholeheartedly. In this case, the Person really, the other person really wanted a bigger portion, so therefore you're not allowed to take it. Again, an interesting idea that a person should be very careful when he takes money from somebody else that he's not forcing the person's giving it to him. Well,
accordingly. He says, The Mishnah said you're allowed to do chalash, you're allowed to make raffles on kachim, but not money. says, What does it mean you're allowed to do almanis? Says the Gemara, the Allah is, you're not allowed to give, you're not allowed to, you're not allowed to divide the portions, you're not allowed to make a raffle for the portions of the weak dekarbanis on yamtiv, because that's not negative for yamtiv, that's not related to yamtiv, and therefore it's prohibited. It says the Gemara, that is Pashi, you're not allowed to do it. Why would you allow you to do it on yamtiv? Answers the Gemara, I would think that maybe since the Kahanam get very angry, so therefore then they therefore we don't want to make the raffles ready now on Yamtiv so that they don't end up fighting because the Kahanam fight a lot and therefore we want to make sure that it's all taken care of ready. So I would think maybe it's permissible to divide the portions the carbonates on Yamtiv also. I feel money to call Nami. So I would think even the portions for the week it's more permitted to divide on Yamtiv, Kamash Mulan, that it is prohibited. If you take a look at Khsam Sefer, the Khsam Sefer asks that this possible Amkhain is not saying that the Kahanam get very angry, it's saying that the Israel are going to fight with the Kahanam. So what Shaykh is the Gemara is darshaning that the Kahanim fight with each other and therefore would be per- permitted on Yom Tov. It's not the Pasuk is not talking about the Kahanim fighting with each other. It's talking about the Israelim fighting with the Kahanim. Chassam Sefer leaves off with the Tzarech. And if you take a look though at the Rabbeinu Avram ben Arambam in his very important piece Maimon al-Joshua Sviyala Gadis, which originally was in the Tzefer Mas because Yashem, and now it has been reprinted in the Ein Yaakov, and now there's actually separate Sfarim which darshan the entire Joshua. A very important Maimer. If you take a look in the Maimer in the third parak over there, he's discussing different drushes of Chazal, and he says that one of the drushes of Chazal, the four type of drushes he's talking about, is drushes of Amru, Oisi Babir, Absukim Medech, Melitzas Hashir, Leibet Neisha, Eimer, Seirish, Shekavanis, Zah, Pasaki. Not because the person who said the drushes thought this was the Pshan the Pasak, but Al Kaitzim, Amru, Mikalachon, Medrash, Lachon, not because that person thought that this was the Pshan the Pasak, rather, just trying to bring an Asmachta, who's just trying to bring an idea, and then, so therefore, he just brought a Pasak to tell you that just like the Pasak uses these types of words, so for example, the Pasak over here says that the Kahana, that there's Fighting regards to Kanam, yeah, but the Pasuk is talking about the Israel fighting with the Kanam, but it could be he's just using the words just to describe this idea that the Kanam fight with each other. And if you take a look, the, the Rabbeinu Ramarama actually writes that most of the Joshes, Rabbeinu Ramarama actually says that most of the Joshes and Chazal could be part of this category, where the Chum are not necessarily saying that this is Pshan and the Pasuk, rather just borrowing a few words over here and saying a specific Joshes, whatever the Chazal are trying to teach us. So it could be over here as well, that in the the Pasuk has nothing to do with the kind of fighting with each other, but the Chum are just borrowing a few words from the Pasuk. Again, it could be the Chum has a very good kasha though, because it is not such a good place to borrow words from. It's not talking about the kind of fighting with each other. Again, a very interesting discussion, but a very important in regards to Josh's, definitely something important to think about and definitely important to see if others disagree. Could be the Mablam very strongly disagrees in Dr. Amdishamites that the Josh's Chazal are not just borrowed terms, but it seems like the Rabbi Marnabuchim went with this Malach as well. Again, definitely a very interesting discussion. But says the Gemara Viter. So says the Gemara. Once we quote one member, now we quote another member from Yaakov Rei Bas Yaakov. And again, it's interesting that the Gemara does not tell us who his father was. It just says he was the daughter of the son of somebody else. And we take a look at Rashi and explains since his father wasn't a very good person, therefore we skip out his father. But so Yaakov said that anybody who his friend gets punished because of him, Allah says he does not Even though the person himself didn't do anything wrong. However, someone else gets punished because of you. The Allah is that you do not enter in the Mechitzah of Kadesh Baruch. It says, Why do you know this idea? Maybe you'll tell me because the Pasuk says, And then the Pasuk says, What does it mean? That this is the Ruch of Navas. Again, this is referring to the Psukim of Achav and Navas, that Achav ended up killing Navas, and Tzazagor might say, What does it mean to go out? I'm Rav. That it could be what the Pasuk is saying is that Navais was not going to be in the Mechitzah of Kadesh Baruch Hu because since 
Achav was punished because of Navais. Achav was punished because of what he did to Navais. So therefore, Navais is not going to have a port, not going to be in the Mechitz of Kadesh Baruch Hu since someone else was punished because of him. So Sazigmar, maybe we arrived from these Pesachim. Sazigmar, we don't know how time, maybe we're there. It's different. The reason why Navais was punished was not because Achav was punished because of him. Rather, time to save Daivish Karm That maybe it was because Navais caused the people to lie, caused them to say Shaker, and that's when Navais was punished. Let's try to bring a raya from this pasuk. The pasuk says in regards to Nevuchadnezzar, Safata Kolin Mikavid Shisei Gam Ata Ve'Aral Tisev Alecha. And like more additions, like this, Safata Kolin Mikavid Zen Nevuchadnezzar. That's referring to Nevuchadnezzar. And the second part of the pasuk Shisei Gam Ata Ve'Aral Zetzitzka. That's referring to Zetzitzka. Meaning the Gemara very soon is going to tell us that Nevuchadnezzar was Bayel, many different people, and he's trying to be Bayel Zetzitzka as well. And what happened was something very embarrassing happened to Nevuchadnezzar. That his Aral grew tremendously, and therefore he's not able to be Bayel Zetzitzka. So the Gemara. Saying that since Nuhanat, the war saying like this, that since Nuhanat was punished because of Sitkyo, so therefore the Pasuk is calling Sitkyo also an Arl that is not going to be Mechitsatash like all these Baruch. So Sesagmar may be clear now from here. Sesagmar, no, you cannot bring a proof from here. Chazid the Kulikrav and Nuhanat. Because if Sesagmar, number one, the whole Pasuk is talking about Nuhanat, it's not talking about Sitkyo. So you can't tell me that the Pasuk is calling Sitkyo an Arl. But Aid, Sitkyo Tadika, Sesagmar, second of all, Sitkyo was a tremendous Tzadik. My Havel Mebad, what should have Sitkyo done? Meaning it wasn't Sitkyo's fault that Nuhanat was trying to be by him. Because I said, Rashal Asa, I said, at the time, that Mechanetzer was trying to be bail to be bail Sitkia, there was a tremendous nace and his Arl grew. We're going to see Nigmar soon, so it wasn't Sitkia's fault. So says Nigmar, we'll bring it from other Pasak. Rather, says Nigmar, let me hacha from this Pasak. Gam Anish, the Tzadik, Lay Taif. And Nigmar Darshans, ain't like Taif other rap. That if a person's punished because of a Tzadik, that it's not called Taif. And Nigmar says, not called Taif means it's bad. Because the Pasak says, Ki Loi El Chafet Resha Atali Grechara. So you see that the Pasak's calling it bad, that when it's, uh, somebody gets punished because of a Tzadik, it is bad, and that person's not going to be Mechitatashalakadish Parahu. And says Nigmar, my mash and high Chalash and Lishin to Peru. Well, how do we know that this lashon of Chalashim, chalash, the mission said that a person is allowed to do Chalashim on Yom Tov. How do you know that the lashon of Chalashim is referring to a raffle? Because the Pasuk says, Ech nafaltu mishamayim, Hela ben Shachar, Nigdata la'art, Chalashim al-Gayim. So you see that the lashon of Chalashim is referring to a raffle. Amar Abba Huna, man, the Gemara Dashim, Lama Shemit, Matal Pur al-Gudei l'Malchus, Leide Ezeben Yemeshal, Mishkav Zachar. That Nuhanatzer made a raffle every single day to decide who is going, which king is going to be by all that day. The Nuhanatzer used to sodomize all different kings and he used to have a raffle each day to see who's turning. It was v'ksev, and the pasuk says, "Kol malchagim kulam." I'm a rabbi Yechanan shenachum mishkav zacher. That when Nuhanatzer died, finally their the mishkav zacher finally stopped. I'm a rabbi Yechanan kol yamish leis rashi leinim says chayk lepekal bria. That the entire time that Nuhanatzer was alive, the entire time that the rashi was alive, people were not happy. They were afraid of Nuhanatzer shenemar because the pasuk says, "Nachashak to kol aretz patzchul rina." The gemara dash and chal dad hash leverina. That until Nuhanatzer died, that's when there was no rina. There was no song at all. The pasuk saying when Nuhanatzer was alive, people were very sad. They were not singing when Nuhanatzer finally. Die, that's why the world is happy again. Remember Yitzchak, I'm Rabbi Yechanan. Also, allowing the base of Shalai Shirashi, the person not allowed to stand in the house of Nuchanetzer, where Nuchanetzer had his palace, Shinemar, because the Pasuk says, and Rashi explains that Mazikim are going to come if the people go into the house, and therefore it is prohibited to go there. Says the Helgikomar Viter, Vamar Hudamarat, Bishasha, Bikitai Shirashi, Lassai, Slice, Tadakach, when Nuchanetzer was trying to be Boyal, Titka, Nimshkar, Lassai, Shalash, Mates, Ama. What happened was that his Arla grew to 300 Ama, which again, actually interesting, or Ben Aram and Aram again, that Maimar Joshua this explains. That many of these cases where the Gemara uses an exaggerated number, it is actually a guzma. It's not actually a, it wasn't actually, that's, for example, over here, 300 amas, rather, it was an exaggeration. It could be as well over here. It doesn't specifically mean it was 300 amas, it just means that it became very big and was not able to be violent. 
and it wrapped around all of the kings who were there, and it was very embarrassing. Shenemar, like the Pasuk says, Salata Kalim, Mikwech, you say, that it was very embarrassing what happened. Kamata, Arl, and the Gwardashan's Arl, Bigmachi, Shalish, Mays, Hadi, that Arl is a Gumachi of 300, and therefore the Gwardashaning, that is Arl, grew to 300 amats. Again, it could be actually here that Rabbin Ram would agree that it's not an exaggeration because the Gwar is making from a Drasha from the word of Arl. Again, depending exactly how we learn Gamachas, but says the Gemara, what happened was in Muchanat was trying to build Titya, and as Arla grew, and therefore, for example, to Violin, when Muchanat went down to Gehenim, Rosh declared to Gehenim, oh, everybody in Gehenim was very scared, they were concerned, they were afraid of Muchanat, Armor, they said, Shem Olimsha Aleim, who bought, maybe Muchanat, or even when he's coming down to Gehenim, he's coming to rule over us. Oh, they said, oh, look, it's Kamaisim, who maybe he'll be very weak like us as well, Shinemar. Like the Pasuk says, Maybe you're going to be weak. So they were afraid of Nuchanetzah. They weren't sure if he came to rule over them or he came to get him to get punished. Then Yatza Baskal. So Baskal went out Amr and it said, That you don't have to be worried. Nuchanetzah just came. He's an arrow like everybody else over here and he came to get punished. And the, then the Pasuk says about Nuchanetzah. Once we spoke about Pasuk, we're going to dash with you. The Pasuk says, and The word is what does it mean, Madheva? It's a Pasuk referring to that when Klai Yisrael is finally going to come back to Eretz Yisrael, so this is going to, the Nebuchadnezzar is going to be gone, and, and this is referring to Nebuchadnezzar. So as the word Madheva, Amrhuda, Amrab, Shafsa, Umazu, Sha'amra, Midaid, Vahaba. That this, this nation that's referring to Nebuchadnezzar, the Babylonians, who are constantly asking for more money, that that nation is going to be gone. They could die. Some people say, Sha'amra, Ma'id, Ma'id, Havabalamida. Some people say it's referring to Baba. Again, referring to Baba, just the Pasuk of Madheva means the, the, the nation. Who said, bring more and more without any measurement? It says the Gemara now the Pasuk says in regard to Nuchanetzar, Urvu Yatsirus, who fastly. So it says the Gemara, this is referring to the fact that Amrudamarav, Yumriya, Barabalamacha, Rachel, Ari Zachar, Vikasha, Tinim, Rashay, that Nuchanetzar did also something very interesting to instill fear in people that he rode on top of a line with a snake tied around his head, the Kaimish Namar, to Mikhaim, what the Pasuk says, Mikhaim, as Chayas Hasad and Nasati, La Avdai, that Nuchanetzar ruled over everything, he even ruled over the animals that he rode on a line. Kuchaz, I saw today, the Gemara. On the Amarav told us that the halacha is that a person is not allowed to read something which is written. Uh, he's not allowed to read the list which is written down. And the Gemara brought down two different reasons: either because we're afraid Shem Yimchayk, or we're afraid that it's exactly he's going to reach Tarei The Gemara ended up saying that Afkamina was if it's very high. Did Rabbana make a light plug or not? Then we saw the Gemara on the Amid Beis explained that a person is not allowed to make a raffle with big portions and small portions during the week because of an issue of Kuvya. We saw Machlek is exactly, is that referring to an issue of Gezel or is that, is that an issue of not giving it wholeheartedly? And then finally we saw the Gemara brought down that a person who somebody else gets punished because of them, they are not going to enter the Mechitzah of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And the Gemara brought down on the bottom a few interesting joshas about Nuhu Chanetzar. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.